everyone. Welcome back to Mentally Healthy, episode 8. Now, I know I haven't been making any podcasts in a while, and I'm not going to lie, I was struggling for um, a little bit off time, and I needed some time to myself to just not worry about anything else other than just to get my mental health back on track. Um, and I was putting a lot of pressure on myself and this podcast turned from something that I enjoyed doing to another extra thing that I had to do on top of the many things that I had to do or I thought I had to do. So I thought let's give the podcast a little bit of a break, but now I'm back. And <laughs> so this is the fourth time I am recording this specific episode and I can't seem to move on without actually finishing this one. So I really hope that this is this is it. The first time I was making the podcast unplanned, I was walking the dog and when I listened back to the podcast, there was just lots of gaps because I had to keep pausing. Um, well, the app that I use doesn't let me pause so I have to stop it and then add on like a separate segment into that and there was just like long pauses between those segments so I was like oh my okay no this doesn't sound right and also I was just kind of like I was talking about one thing one minute and then I was talking about another thing one minute and then I went back to the other thing it was just so I was like okay let's let's write these ideas down and actually just talk through it one by one so the second time I really did like how I am recorded the podcast outside so the second time I recorded it I was outside it was a really nice sunny day but it was windy and it wasn't even that windy and I was looking listening back to the podcast all I could hear was wind (laughs) so I was like okay all right okay that's okay let's try again so I the third time I tried again and I rather than like starting a new podcast I just added on like a segment from the last podcast so the second time that I tried and because that was already like 40 minutes long and it cuts you off at 60 minutes like you ha- you can do it again but anyways um yeah so it cuts you off at 60 minutes and I didn't realize what I've done so I was rambling on for another like just over an hour finally finished it looked at my phone and it cut me off after 15 minutes and I was like oh my goodness so <laughs> This is the fourth time and I'm really, really hoping that this is the last time because otherwise it's just going to have to, it's just going to have to be brushed off for another episode, I think. So today I want to talk about pressure. The pressure that we put on ourselves, the pressure that people put on us and the pressure that we put on others. So with someone who has anxiety and I can only speak for myself But at the same time, I'm sure that people who don't have anxiety would feel this way. Um, No, you know, I, I, I know that people who don't 
have anxiety, feel this way. You know, we constantly put so much pressure on ourselves to do more or be more. And people have different reasons as to why they put pressure on, on themselves. For me specifically, I put pressure on myself to prove, pr- prove my worth. So in like because I put so much pressure on myself and I don't really know what to do with that feeling and I feel so pressured, I start putting pressure on other people. It's almost to say like, well, I have all this pressure on me and why don't you? So you should have all this pressure on you as well. Um, and why do we put all this pressure on ourselves? I'm honestly still trying to figure it out. But as I've said, a bit of it comes from the fact that um, I have insecurities. So I need to prove my worth somehow. And for me, it's to show people that I can be more. I can do more for you. I can do more for me. I can be this, you know, great, amazing person for everyone and for myself. Like, just watch me. And I have the idea that if I don't do a certain thing or do what people tell me I should do or, you know, if I'm not the best of the best, that I'm worthless or that people won't accept me or that I'm unlovable. And it's a big idea that we put on ourselves, and it's a, obviously it's a negative idea and we do it. We do it as human beings. We are our toughest critique and I'm sure critique, critic, critic, uh, <laughs> They're very similar words, but they mean different things. Anyways, (laughs) so as humans, we are our own worst critic. Critic? Oh my God, I did it again. Um, Another reason why I believe that we put pressure on ourselves is society. We grow up in a society where, you know, when you hit 30, you will be married with x amount of kids when you finish high school you will go to uni once you finish uni you will get a job that you will do for the rest of your life when you're in your mid-20s that's when you should you know buy a house start to plan your future with your significant other maybe get engaged when you're in your early 20s that's the best time for you to go and search and explore the world to find yourself go travel and find who you are as a person and once you've you know gone past that like early 20s then if you're trying to find yourself then then people kind of give you a weird look it's like shouldn't you have already found yourself um and these days people are more accepting um and we are very fortunate that we have moved past A time where, you know, females don't work, males provide for the whole family, um, you know, all that, all that kind of things. Um, but we still receive it in one way or another. And it's not necessarily anyone's fault. It's just, it's how we've been brought up. It's how our parents have been brought up. It's how our grandparents have been brought up and so on. 
have you, you know, maybe you're talking to your parents or your grandparents and you tell them um, an opinion and they have a completely different opinion that you just think like, are you serious? You're so like close minded. But that's not their fault. That's, that's how it was when they grew up. And like I said, we're a lot more accepting these days, which is good, but we still do get it through our parents, through our grandparents, through movies, through social media, and especially now that, you know, there's so many things on the internet and the internet is so accessible for everyone, you see it everywhere. And in Western culture, we are a lot more accepting than most other cultures. You know, if you grow up in a different environment um, with different beliefs, there are a lot more pressure on you to be a certain way. Maybe, like, if you're a male, you need to be making an income for your entire family. The female's job is to stay home with the kids and tend to the family's needs, you know, clean the house, cook meals, um look after the husband look after the kids kind of thing and you need to be married to a certain type of person maybe and you know we get this pressure from the family and the culture I'm from an Asian background Um, I was really fortunate that growing up my dad didn't put like so much pressure on me to be a certain way like he did put pressure on me but once I kind of got a lot older and the older I get he just kind of he lets me do what I choose to do um and I'm sure it's a stereotypical thing so I'm sure everyone knows but if you don't Usually the Asian culture is very, you know, you get the tiger parent where you can't do this, you can't do that, you can't wear this, you can't wear that, you can't go there, you can't do this. And so I'm very fortunate that, you know, I didn't get too much of that growing up. Um, but the questions that I want to ask today and feel free to pause after each question to reflect on yourself maybe write it down just to help you really figure out like where you're at with the answers so the first question is are you putting pressure on yourself the second question is has anyone put you under pressure Now with this, I don't, you know, most people don't do this on purpose. Most people have our best interests in mind. Um, A lot of people like say things or do things because they think that it's what's best for you. Um, And the third question is, have you put other people under pressure? And again, you know, similar to when people put us under pressure, we don't do it on purpose. We don't see the other person's point of view. 
a lot of the times we are blind to our actions and we do things um, without being fully conscious of it. So take the time to reflect. Um, just an example of, you know, has anyone put you under pressure? So an example Oh, let's let's start from the first question. So, are you putting yourself are you putting yourself under pressure? So, an example for me was it was um you know a few months back now when I was really struggling and when my anxiety really picks up, it just kind of spirals down into me putting more pressure on myself, me like speaking badly about myself me not looking after myself and then it just goes into a a circle um so the pressure that I was putting on myself was like I need to go to uni I need to get a full-time job if I want to do this if I want to do that I need to finish uni right now and with uni you can't just speed it up it's you know It's four years, it's three years, it's five years, it's six years, however long it is, that's the amount of time that you're going to spend at uni. I mean, unless you do like summer and winter terms, which is just a lot more stressful. But even then, you'll probably just save a semester or something. So then I thought, well, if I can't finish uni right now, then I need to quit. Then I started thinking, well, is teaching what I want to do? I don't really know if this is what I want to do. Maybe I should just quit. What am I doing? I need to start getting a job right now. And I thought that, you know, I needed to get a job because me and my partner has been looking for a house and it, don't even get me started on that, but by the end of this year, it would have been two years of us looking for a house. So, yeah, um... But the longer the process of finding a house, the more that I think that I'm not helping. So when we first started looking for a house, I was really excited. I'm like, yes. Um, and I'm at you know, uni full-time and not working that much. So I, don't, I, I can't put any money into buying a house and we've made an agreement of how we're going to do things and you know like once I finish uni what we're going to do then um so I was really excited when we first started looking for a house but then the longer the process got the more where I was like oh my gosh it's been this long I feel like I haven't progressed and I feel like my partner has progressed so much he's doing this he's doing that and I've done nothing And now, you know, looking back, I'm like, I was at uni. Like, (laughs) I find it really hard at uni. Like, what do you mean, Alba, you haven't done nothing? You finish a whole year of uni. Go, girl. But at the time, I was like, I have achieved nothing. I haven't saved up anything. I haven't really been working much. Uni really stresses me out. And now I'm like, I don't even know if this is what I want to do. So then I started, you know, thinking of all these other things that like, oh, what can I do for a job instead where I don't need to go to uni? And yeah, it just, it kept going. And 
to the second question. So has anyone put you under pressure? An example that I can give you is... Um, so, you know, people have told me when I decided to defer uni this semester, a few people were like, why? Why, why would you defer? You know, just get through with it. Like, it's a semester. And then you don't have to, like, you don't have to do an extra semester at the end of your, like, so teaching is meant to be four years. So you don't have to do an extra semester at the end of your four years. Like, you can just get it over and done with. And I was so stressed, you have no idea. Not just because of uni. Like, uni was, an, like, the cherry on top. But it was just everything else that was going on in my life which I don't I won't go into it but there was just a lot going on in my life so I was like it's really stressful and I really I can't I don't have the um, capacity to do uni right now um and a lot of people have said but you might as well just get it over and done with you know and people don't do this and I I understand I mean some people might be like some people might do it on purpose but most people have it in my best interest they're telling me to finish this semester just get it over and done with so that I could finish my degree and they're always you know they're always there for help go and they know people who could help me but what they don't understand is that okay, I'm already I'm already in so much pressure right now from myself. I don't need pressure from an external like place like onto me. So, you know, think of the like times of when people have like been, Oh, why don't you just do that? Oh, you should do this, you should do that kind of thing. Um And the third question was, have you put other people under pressure? And again, this isn't something that, you know, we do consciously, or at least we, I'm sure most of the times we don't. Um, And an example that I can give you is um, back to buying a house. So like I said we've been looking for a house for a while and because I had this pressure on myself to be like you need to finish uni you need to start saving up you need to get a full-time job so you can add on to the savings to get a house but I didn't realize that because I that like the longer that we the longer the process was in buying a house, the more pressure I put on myself and the worse I felt. And I didn't realize it at the time, but I was almost like rushing my partner to just be like, yeah, well, this this house is fine. Like I was almost just settling for a house because I just wanted to get this process over and done with. And I didn't realize it, but I was just like, yeah, sure. We, like, this house is fine. Like, we could just get this house. I'm like, oh, let's just put an offer on this house. Let's put an offer on this house, even though they weren't that great. And they didn't have anything that we wanted. And he told me that you, like, if, 
like I feel bad because I I'm saying no to the houses that you say put um like put offers on but I feel like you're pressuring me to just get a house and I feel like you're sick of of trying to find a house and he was like do you not want a house anymore or just like do you not care about what house we get like do you not care about everything that we've decided for a house and I was like oh I didn't realize and I didn't (laughs) I'm gonna be honest and I I here I'm, I'm going to be honest here and say that I didn't react like you know like oh yeah that's true like sorry I reacted in a defensive way and I was like, how dare you say that I'm putting pressure on you? What? How dare you say that I don't care about, you know, our future? But now looking back, I'm like, wow, I was putting so much pressure on myself that I started putting pressure on other people as well without even knowing it. So now let's move on to, um, you know, why we need to understand the pressures around us, whether the ones we put on ourselves, we put on other people or that people put on us. So we need to understand what is inside of us so that we know how to deal with it. We need to understand how we feel. Okay, so I've had to stop that last segment and add a new segment in. So I'm hoping that it works out. It's I've done it before and it works completely fine. So I don't know what happened with <laughs> with the time that I tried to add multiple segments. Maybe it was because it was multiple segments. Anyways, um, so one thing that took me a long time to figure out is that I am allowed to feel these things I am allowed to feel stress I am allowed to feel angry or frustrated or you know sad because there's pressure or stuff going on around me I don't need to push that feeling down because they're there and they're real and you know i we need to feel these things so we need to know how we feel so that we can figure out what we need to not necessarily fix it not necessarily fix the problem but how can i make myself feel better now I feel sad. What can I do to remove this feeling? Is there anything that I can do? Or maybe do I just need to feel sad for a little bit and then I'll be okay? Um, what we need in, you know, most cases is, oh, you know, what I, sorry, what I need in most cases, and I'm sure is what a lot of other people need as well, is some validation to be told that hey it's okay to feel stress or it's okay to feel angry it's okay to feel sad 
let's just you know work on one thing at a time and we will get through this let's figure it out let's figure out why you feel like this and we just want someone to be there for us not necessarily give us advice or fix things for us or you know try to make us happy like we are not your responsibility people are not your responsibility what you can do to someone who feels stressed or sad or you know feeling any type of um uh, i would call i will call them negative feeling is to just be there for them and if you were to tell someone to not stress or don't feel sad like why are you angry or kind of just push them aside or give them a weird look to be like what the hell like that is unacceptable that's not going to help it's like have you ever felt like really angry at something and you were so pissed off and someone has the audacity to tell you to calm down. Now, if you have, if that has happened to you or something similar has happened to you, think back to that moment. Did someone telling you to calm down make you calm down? Or did it just make you even angrier? It's like if, if you were sad, like you were really sad, and you told someone it's really hard to you know show our vulnerability and when we find the courage to be vulnerable in front of someone and they just brush it off and they're like oh just get over it like don't even think about it that doesn't help like yeah okay maybe I'll stop crying in front of you because what you said just has not helped me and I don't think at this point, if I say anything else, you're probably going to piss me off. And it's the same with other emotion. Even if you are happy, you know, like say you're really happy about something, like you won a competition or you got a new house or you got a new job that you were really, you know, you really work hard for and you told someone, they were like, well, you told someone and you were like, I, oh my God, like I got this new job and it's really amazing. I'm so excited. And they were like, Anne, like, cool, good job. It's like, oh, okay. Sorry, I didn't realize that you, okay, sorry. (laughs) Like you don't want, then you don't feel as excited anymore because this person is just like, so, so what? Like, cool, you got a new job. It's not that exciting. It just puts you down, doesn't it? We need to dig deep inside these unwanted emotions to find the core reason on why we feel this way. And this will also help us maybe explain to people a little bit more. Um, It will help us understand ourselves, meaning that we may not need the support of other people. Um, I think I think that we need support in one way or another. But if we understand 
how we feel, we're less likely to be put down by people who are putting us down when we do feel happy or when we do feel sad or when we do feel angry. Um, after I sat down with myself, I could find a... Oh, let me just open my car door for a little bit because it's getting really hot in the car. Um, so after sitting down with myself, I could find a better solution for my problem rather than a cover-up solution. So say, for example, with the uni situation, like I said, uni was the cherry on top. But I didn't realise that at the time. I thought uni was like, you know, it was the big problem. It was like the Sunday. Um, and so I thought, why, why do I need to finish uni so bad? Why, why do I need to quit uni? What is it that's making me rush? And it's because, well, I need to find a full-time job. Okay. But why do you need a full-time job? Like you've, you and your partner had an agreement of how you were going to handle the, you know, buying a house and like the future and whatnot. And it's fine. Like we've spoken over this. And you're really excited. So what, what's change? Then I thought, well, I haven't saved up any money. So, okay, but why do you need to save up? Because, again, you don't need to save up for the house right now. Then I thought, okay, so what... What is it then that's really making me feel like this and I realized that it was because I felt like my partner was moving so ahead of me he was saving up money you know he's like working more he's working harder he's doing this he's doing that what am I doing I was working 10 hours a week I was stressed out of my mind I, when I was in prac, I was sick five out of ten days of those prac. Oh, it's getting really hot. I should just open the um, the car window. I don't want to go outside again and I thought it'll be nice to sit in my car rather than in the house because in the house it's too cold. Um, <laughs> I need to stay on track. Um... Yeah, so I felt like I haven't achieved anything while my partner is achieving all these things. And, you know, looking back now, I'm like, I completed a full year and a semester of uni. I find uni so, so, so difficult. So for me to complete, you know, uni for that amount of time is like amazing for me like I'm very proud of myself for that now but at the time and if you're at uni I don't know if you feel the same way about this as well or not but you just feel like you're doing endless amount of work endless amount of studying and you've got nothing to show for it yeah you get a grade at the end of it but that grade is just to get you on to move on to the next unit or to the next year to the next semester 
because even once you finish your degree, you don't, you know, go to an employer to try find a job and say, oh yeah, I got a high distinction for this assignment. They don't care about that. They care that you have the degree. They care how you present yourself. They care at how good you will be for the job. So, you know, with uni, you're doing endless amount of work and yeah, you get a grade, but you know, half the time for me anyways, when I look at my grade and I'm like, even just a pass, like if I get a higher mark than great, but you know, I just look at my mark and I just go, whew, I don't have to do that again. I'm, I'm glad it's all done. It's more of a relief. So I feel like I was just, I felt like I was just doing all this work for nothing and I was working 10 hours a week. So I was like, I wasn't earning that much money and I couldn't even afford my rent. So I was like, I can't even afford my rent. And I just felt bad. I felt like my partner was providing for me and I started work at the age of 14. I had a full-time income by the age of 18. Not even just a full-time income. I worked three jobs. I was saving up $800 a week. It's very excessive. I do not recommend. I was very tired. I had zero sleep and I slept in through some of my shifts. But I was saving that amount of money a week with so much extra money to spend, like, on the side, to now not being able to pay my rent, being able to pay for fuel to save, to, like, fill up for half a tank, to, and I know this sounds silly, but I had my, like, fake lashes done for four years in a row, and I couldn't get that done, and I thought that it really helped me with my, like, confidence level. I couldn't even treat myself to a haircut. My hair's very dead. And I know these these little things are like teeny tiny, but they weren't... I didn't have a problem with them before. You know, I could go get a facial. I could go get my nails done if I wanted to. I could go get new shoes. I could go get a new pair of leggings. I could go buy food out for lunch if I wanted to. I could go take my dog to the vet... And pay for it myself. Our dog. But now it's like. You know. Hey like I'm sorry. I can't pay for shopping this week. Can I like. Have some money so I can pay for shopping. Oh Squid needs to go to the vet. He needs to get his nails cut. Because he's getting really long. Can I. Can I have some money. Oh I can't pay my rent. Oh I can't do this. I can't do that. And. Don't get me wrong, my partner, he's very understanding. He's a very loving man. So he he understands and he doesn't have a problem with it, but I had the problem with it. So with, you know, me thinking that uni was this big deal and it was like I either finish uni now or I quit uni and I have like I have to quit uni and work full time. And I started thinking, maybe I don't want to be a teacher anymore. I don't... All these other things on top of that. So, at first, my solution was... Either do summer and winter terms, finish uni really quickly. 
stress the sh- shit. Sorry, I, I I've been trying not to swear because I'm I've been doing like prac and stuff at obviously a primary school for my degree, so I've been trying not to swear on the podcast, and I just. Anyways, it's it's out now. Um, Yeah, so I've been, like, stressing myself out so much. Or I just quit uni and I work full-time. But now, after realising what the issue was, it was just me thinking that I wasn't worthy because I wasn't saving up money, I couldn't spend money for us I couldn't spend money for my dog I couldn't spend money on my boyfriend I felt like I was just unlovable and I in a way I was like oh my god he he's not going to stay with me for like any time longer if I keep using his money and so my um I'm just going to open the window because it is so hot. Okay. You will not believe what just happened. So I finished the podcast and I ended it on a great note, if I do say so myself. I turned my phone on to stop it and it stopped recording. Oh my goodness. It's okay. It's fine. It's, it's fine. I'm okay. <laughs> okay, let's just let's move on to under to the next the next bit. <laughs> Why is it important to understand the pressure that people put on us? If we don't understand ourselves, we will get triggered by the things that people tell us. And Speaking of, you know, getting triggered, try to understand why you get triggered. Because when we do feel triggered from something, it's because something is already going on within us. You wouldn't get triggered otherwise. Like, you know, sometimes um, I have this trigger that I think that people are always against me, that people think of me as smaller than them and they're higher than me. Um, and so even this, you know, things when people say, oh, do you want me to help you with that? Sometimes I take it in as like, what, you think I can't do it? When they're genuinely just trying to help me, But if I didn't have that trigger in the first place, I wouldn't have thought of it like that. I would have just said, oh, they, they want to help me. And why is it important that we understand the pressure we put on other people? Well, like my um, example, or I guess like I said at the start of the podcast, is that it could be an underlying insecurity within yourself. Like, I have insecurities of my worthiness, of my, uh, like, the ability for people to love me. And so I 
show it in putting stress on other people, putting pressure on other people, getting angry, getting frustrated. And you express it because it, it's familiar. It's, it's what you do to yourself. Why, don't, why wouldn't you do it to other people? People's actions are a reflection of themselves. When someone is angry, they're angry at something within them. So, you know, these days there's a lot of um, road rage and I'm not going to lie to say that I didn't get road rage. I'm, I'm definitely a lot better than I used to be. But when people get road rage, you know, someone cut you off. There is no need for you to be screaming and swearing and poking your rude finger at them and like telling them death threats that is way like that's just way overboard for someone to cut you off in line when they probably like sometimes they weren't even at fault like they didn't even do anything wrong or it was just an accident people get angry because there's something else that's going on so maybe this person that got really angry at you for spilling water on their shirt they they're not angry it's just water why would they get really angry at water on their shirt like it'll dry it won't even go sticky it won't even stain it's water so they're probably angry because i don't know maybe they were supposed to get paid today but they haven't been paid and now they're being told that your pay won't come through until like the end of the week or something. Maybe it's a Wednesday and their pay is not coming in until a Friday. But they really needed their pay to come in on the Wednesday because they have bills to pay and if the bills aren't paid on time, it'll bounce back. Now you're owing and now you're owing like the additional fee on top of the failed payment because you know someone please tell me if you know the reason for this but for a failed payment there's like a a service fee or whatever it's called so now they're angry because they really they thought everything was going to go well today everything was going to be fine but it's not And they can't express it in another way. We can't work on ourselves if we don't see a problem. So this is why we need to sit with ourselves and figure out what it is that makes us put all this pressure on ourselves. And another reason is, you know, you'll build resentment towards other people. If people don't meet the pressure we put on them, we become resentful. So an example that I can give you is, you know, with the house. So I started settling and saying, oh, we should just put an offer on this one. Like, this one's okay. And every time my boyfriend said no, I was like, I was so angry at him. I just thought, why? Like, it's a house. Why do you get to make all the decisions? You know, now looking back, I'm like, well, I'm glad we didn't put an offer on that house because... Imagine if we got it and it has nothing that we want and then we have to spend another like 
30, 40 grand, or, you know, maybe less, but it's still a lot of money. On top of the price that we paid for. If we don't understand our emotions, they will come out one way or another. Whether it's through anger, frustration, or crying. It's going to come out somehow. And this is going to create a toxic relationship. So, speaking on, you know, creating a toxic relationship, it could break a relationship. When you are controlling towards a relationship, not only will you resent them if your needs aren't being met, they will also resent you for being a selfish person. And it will also create a new insecurity for you and the other person. The other person may start thinking, I can't do anything right by them. I can't say how I feel because it will upset them. This or that will make them angry, so I won't do it. Who would want to be around someone who makes you feel terrible about yourself? Who would want to be around someone who you can't be, you know, like 100% yourself with? All right. I'm going to check to make sure that it's still recording. We made it to the end. And I'm going to have a listen to this podcast before I publish it. And I, I'm, I'm going to publish it anyways. Because otherwise, I'm going to be stuck on this specific subject. Because for some reason, I just can't move on <laughs> until I do this. But I hope you enjoy it. And I hope the segments kind of mesh in together well. But to outro, take the time to sit with yourself. What is the core reason that you feel this way? Dig down into your insecurities so that you can start to be sure with yourself. And it's going to be hard. It's going to be uncomfortable. But it will help you grow as a person. When you are sure of yourself, when you are confident with your choices and what you do and who you are as a person, it will create a healthy relationship with yourself and others around you. To create healthy relationship with other people, you have to create a healthy relationship with yourself. And this will not happen overnight. But keep the consistency and show up for yourself and you will thank yourself for it. And it may take weeks, months, years, you know. And if you haven't ever, like, had a moment to get to know yourself before, it's going to take longer. But it's not going to take as long as you think. But at the same time, it's not something that you do a few times and then once you're like, oh yeah, cool, I figured it out. And then you should stop. Because what if another, pro- another problem arises? Um, and even, you know, we, we are constantly evolving as humans. We're constantly growing. 
there's always new things happening around us. So even after you think you've gotten to know yourself, something else changes. So you need to keep the consistency. It's like getting to know someone new. The first time you get to know them, like the first time you meet them, it's kind of awkward. You don't know what to talk about. You don't know, like, whether they want to talk to you. You don't know whether, like, and they probably feel the same way, but it's just, it's awkward. But the second time you hang out, it's like, well, we can't, like, if we're finding common ground, we're getting there. The third time you hang out, it's like, yeah, I know you, like, I, I like you. Or maybe you don't, you decide you don't like them, who knows. <laughs> but guys, if you don't like yourself, for whatever reason, like you, so you need to make sure that you're kind to yourself and that you love yourself. Again, just, you know, create a, you need to create a healthy relationship with yourself. But if there's something that you do that you're like, why do I do that? You can change that. You're the only person who can change that. No one else can change that for you. You make the decision. But anyway, so the third time, you know, you hang out with someone, you're like, yeah, I like you, like we're friends. The tenth time you hang out with them, it's like, yeah, we're definitely friends. Like, we have stuff in common. I know where you live. I know what dog you have. I know what gym you train at. I know what you do for a job. And then after a year of hanging out with them and being friends with them, you know them, like, you, it's like you don't even remember when you didn't know them because you, you, they're just another person in your life now. And that's going to be the same for you. The more you get to know yourself, the more that you're going to get comfortable with yourself. But just like that friend who will maybe move house, maybe change their haircut, maybe change jobs. You'll find out the reason as to why they did that. Because they're changing. They're not going to stay the same forever. And that's the same as you. Maybe you move house. Maybe you change jobs and figure out like what's best for you. Alright, so, that is it. Thank you for listening. I hope you all have a wonderful day. Bye.